It's almost in the books. We just got to get people matched up with the dog houses. Among the many things that I didn't really consider when we first kicked this off is the absolute size and weight that we would have to deal with on some of these. Uh, the one that Arrow Striping built, that was about a half hour project just trying to figure out how we were going to get that unloaded. And that was the one that had the uh, powder coat and... Uh, some people said they'd buy it and make it into a chicken coop. But once you got it on the ground, it was okay because it had wheels. So with a couple of people, you could move it. Another thing Paul and I learned Saturday morning, don't ever put more than two balloon bouquets in a bag because two guys to think they're kind of smart. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> it, it took quite a spell to get those all untangled and placed on tables. And, folks, we had help. Six balloons <laughs> in a bag. and they, Oh, gosh. It's like, it was like bailing twine that oh. the mice got in. and okay, It goes in here. Well, do I pick up the weight and do that, or do I squeeze the balloon through? And we almost got it. And obviously between uh, the doghouses coming in Friday, the viewing on Saturday, and uh, the big gala on Saturday night. Gosh, we talked to a lot of people. And I had somebody kind of jump me a little bit because when they got to the gala Saturday, they couldn't vote because we were out of ballots. And I said, well, you know what? That surprised us too. Because at first we were talking about 500 ballots, maybe 750. So we did 1,000 ballots, and we were out by the start of the gala. And uh, a lot of people, you know, more than 1,000 people came and viewed all those on Saturday. And we had several for the end of the night that were all just, just really amazing pieces of work. I was showing Paul a picture because when we got done Saturday and headed out to the pickup, Paul and I had parked over by the other building where the haunted house was. And there were some young ladies in costumes that were not appropriate that I'm sure the parents didn't know about. Strange. There were some strange people there. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you people do the rest of the year? (laughs) <laughs> I know why our I know why only 30% of our kids can get an ACT score high enough to get into a college. Um and I know a lot of people think that's cold, but uh whew, well, scary. It's, it's not cold and also, <clears throat> also there was there was comments you made on Saturday night if you were in a room full of different people that voted differently than the people that listened to us, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd have been booed out of there. Oh, I don't care. But I know, but, yeah. but see, but you, you're, you're black and white. Right. Yeah. If you need a warm fuzzy, go find that Mark guy. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like the truth, look for Paul. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how much money we raised. Uh, I brought it in today, and we'll uh, we'll figure that out by the time we get all the bills paid and stuff. But we'll be able to uh, write a check to the animal shelter. I was telling Mark I thought of a great way to raise some money that we could have raised money there. Uh, but I thought about it on the way home, on my drive home. I was really tired and spent and wore out. And um, we could have taken, because a lot of people there, they didn't want a doghouse, but they wanted to help raise money. They wanted to be at the gala. And we sold raffle tickets and we sold a lot. And, uh, but one thing we could have done is taken uh, doghouse number 13, the doghouse that won the Better Luck Next Year Award. We could have taken that doghouse and auctioned it off to the first person. Then for $100, that person could have given that doghouse to anybody else at the gala. And then once that person has it, that person could pay $100 and give that doghouse to anybody else at the gala. Mm-hmm. And we could have passed that around, and everybody would have been glad to have had a chance mm-hmm. to give 100 I agree. And not only that, give it to somebody else who was there that may be stuck with that doghouse. Mm-hmm. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, I thought of that on the way home. But, you know, you think about these things later. Um. But still, all in all, it was fun. And uh, I wish I would have had. Uh, I wish I would have had more time to enjoy the food uh, a little more. I was really looking forward to the meal because I, I, uh, when we picked that meal and stuff, I, I went, I kind of hand picked things and went over it that that I thought people would like. And I knew that they would do a great job. So I was really looking forward to sitting down and enjoying myself. But we uh, we didn't have much time to do that. So I just kind of wolfed something down quickly as soon as I, and I, I didn't get a chance to try the, I didn't get any of the appetizers and uh, the hors d'oeuvres. I didn't get any of the desserts. I wanted to try it. John said he tried all of them. <laughs> um. But he said the key lime pie one was really good, and um, I wanted to really I wanted to try a, a lot of that stuff. Um, I hope you folks enjoyed the food. I thought, I, from what I heard, everybody thought the food was awesome. That's what I heard too. So, and that's the that's one reason. See, that's a flakes banquet. Yeah, we wanted no like the flakes trip, which by the way is coming up in two weeks already. And we have got to take, we're going to have to take qualifiers or the party's going to be empty because we don't have too many. We'll have to do that over the next two weeks here on the air. But um, we'd like to go top cabin and and like first class things. So uh, I hope everybody was happy with the food selection that um, Yellowstone Kelly's did an awesome job. They had a great crew. Yeah, they did. I mean, it was just. It it was everything we had hoped. Excuse me, hoped it would be. Oh yeah, oh, I mean it was just awesome. And I I talked to Linda afterwards and John and and Linda said she she thanked me for doing the table thing. She said that made our job so much easier by just announcing like four tables at a time because mm-hmm. they had three carvers and four lines 
And it just, we fed 500 people in about 45 minutes. Yeah. That's pretty good. Hey, there, there were a lot of things about this that were pretty good. And I never, I have never heard people cheer so loud as the when their table was picked <laughs> to go eat, Mark. Louder than they won one of the door prizes. I know. <laughs> I know. It was crazy. But it was nice. Um, so we'll get that wrapped up. And uh, move on to the next thing. Got Flakes giving in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, three weeks already. Here it is. What's today the first, right? Yeah. First of November. Yeah. Got my property taxes over the weekend. I was able to look at some of those. I brought mine in. Uh, so you can see the breakdown of all the things your money's, all the taxes you're paying because you own property. And guys in agriculture, every section's another bill. So you're paying it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. I've got one school district on my, there are 21 things on that tax bill just for that school district. 21. The other school district, there's 17 of them. Mm-hmm. And then you pay all of those on every different tax form that you have. Mm-hmm. So you you just don't get a one-time garbage fee. You, you pay the garbage fee on that piece, on that piece, on that piece, on that piece. Mm-hmm. And when you have 26 of them mm-hmm. or whatever, you know... It's crazy. And then you have Biden talking about what an embarrassment to the country he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That that conference he did over there, he stuttered and stammered in front of the leaders of the world. He he was not focused. Folks, I'm telling you, and it's not fair. They The Democrats put him in there, and the man cannot handle it. Mm-mm. Uh he is losing it congenitally. He's just, he's gone. Um, he didn't have a chance to get his big vitamin cocktail over the weekend. He couldn't even think of the two, our two biggest adversaries when he was talking about Russia and China. He was stuttering and stammering through it. And he kept looking at everybody and saying, you need to pay your fair share. Your fair share. Your That's, that's the only reason why the temperatures are going up is because we haven't taxed the 640 men in America who are billionaires and women. And uh, it's it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. American Airlines canceled hundreds of weekend flight 1900 of them on saturday you know what folks weather related uh-huh. probably like southwest airlines the week before when they canceled 2000 weather related and there was no bad weather Mm-mm. weather related my ass everybody knows why new york's deadline today they're gonna have a wreck garbage city everything Uh, Their mandates are in place. They're going to lose policemen, firemen. 
because the mayor has decided what they should do individually to each of their bodies. Mm -hmm. The mayor made that decision. No freaking mayor in this country, folks, is going to make my decision. No, nor, nor, nor anybody that's listening to us. No mayor. You think Bill Cole's going to make my decision or on what on how I treat my body? No way. I understand it completely. So American, they canceled hundreds of flights. Why? They're vaccine mandates. And um, American Airlines said, we hope to get these flight attendants, pilots uh, back into the schedule. They started shutting them down Thursday and Friday. Americans troubles listen to this crap folks. <laughs> you, oh my god. Listen to this. Oh, hold on. Let me put the microphone next to this. I want you to get the a whiff of this. <laughs> Do you smell that? Americans troubles began Thursday and Friday when high winds shut down its hub in Dallas. It prevented the airline from using all of the runways there. That's where their problem started. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. They are so full of crap, folks. They are lying to you. And everybody knows it. One-third of their schedule was canceled on Sunday. One-third? Why? Because of winds? No, it wasn't. Had nothing to do with winds. To make sure we're taking care of our customers uh, and providing scheduling certainty for our crews, we have adjusted our operation by canceling some flights proactively. Two-thirds of Sunday's cancellations yesterday's were due to lack of flight attendants. The remaining cancellations due to a shortage of pilots. Well, that's interesting that Sunday's cancellations, folks, were all due to a lack of flight attendants and pilots. But Friday's cancellations were all due to high winds in Dallas. <laughs> so they had tons. That, so what does that mean, you lion CEO piece of crap? Does that mean that on Thursday and Friday... You had tons of airline stewardesses and tons of pilots available, but you just couldn't get the flights up because of the wind. Mm -hmm. But then on Saturday and Sunday, they didn't have airline attendants and they didn't have pilots available. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. And I'm the Easter Bunny. It was similar to the disruptions at Southwest Airlines. And it's raising questions of whether they are prepared for the busy upcoming holiday travel period. Well, of course they're not. Mm -hmm. Of course they're not. Because of their mandates. Delta Airlines, 
You know who was not in the news over the weekend? You know who was not in the news? Delta Airlines. Delta wasn't. How come How come the high winds only affect American Airlines planes, first of all? I don't know, know much about aviation, the, so the, I don't know. This is like global warming. <laughs> global warming, folks, only can be fixed by billionaires, right? Right. Well, the wind at Dallas only affects American Airlines planes. Now, over the weekend, Delta didn't cancel 2,000 flights. It's the same freaking country, the same wind everywhere. Mm-hmm. But Delta's planes... Can handle wind? Is that what you're saying, you lying pieces of crap? I got a buddy who's a helicopter pilot in Dallas. He flew all weekend. (laughs) Delta Airlines didn't have any problems with weather over the weekend, folks. Now, there's a difference between Southwest Airlines, American Airlines, and Delta Airlines. And you know what that is? The mandates. Mm -hmm. Delta doesn't have them. It's very cut and dried. We had, I announced two mandates at our doghouse parade for public health reasons. One, have as much fun as you can. And number two, spend as much money as you can. Those were the two mandates I put in place for the doghouse parade. Wind. Liars. Mm -hmm. How come Facebook isn't, all over them about that. What, what about their their mother fact checkers? Mm-hmm. Hey, they, they're all in this together. Sure, they are. They've got they've got almost all the media controlled now. Sure. Crimes out of hand. The war on police. Look what the Democrats have done to the country. Whew. Man was shot and killed in Indianapolis Sunday. They're at record number of homicides. Hey, Ryan, you listening to this? You yo-yo? Record homicide rates across the country. Climate change. The answer to climate change is with taxes. That's how you uh, control the weather is with taxes. Hmm. We know that now. Renewable energy, that'll do it. I watched my favorite show over the weekend, and they had a thing on it about Oregon. You know, Oregon, folks, leads the world, well, leads the country, in natural renewable energy. Oh, yeah, Oregon does. Good for them. They have have erected these mechanical steel forests all across... Their landscape, the beautiful landscape of Oregon, is now dotted with nothing but mechanical steel wind turbine forests. Isn't that so much better than just the natural forest? Now we have wind. I don't even know how the environmentalists let that happen in Oregon, but they have wind turbine forests now. These huge steel structures of steel and wire and propellers that have dotted their beautiful landscape. And you know how much renewable energy now they are generating in Oregon over the last 20 to 25 years? Folks, they have been able, with their massive battle against uh, the climate, with their renewable energy, 6%. 6% of all the energy in Oregon is produced now uh, with these massive, massive steel forests that they have put up or across their entire six percent. 
over the last 20 to 25 years. 6%. 6 Now, here's something to think of. Here's something to think of. With the natural attrition and growth of the population and the country, do you think their demand over the last 20 to 25 years for energy has gone up 6%? I'll bet it has. Mm-hmm. So all of that renewable energy, all of these massive steel forests that they have put up and ruined their whole state with has probably only kept up with the demand of increase of energy and probably has not even cut into the energy, regular energy use yet. 6%. And by the way, when the wind quits and it's night, that's over. Done. Yeah. <clears throat> Done. And they should be blacked out first. Washington should be blacked out first. California, blacked out first. You're the ones. You're the ones. We need to go over there with a pair of fence and pliers on these big power lines right on our border, and we need just to snip them. Look, that'd be another great flakes project. You bet. <laughs> we'll climb up the towers, and we'll tie them off, and we'll just snip them right there, and we'll keep it all right here. And not only that, we'll put a big finger up on the highest tower <laughs> that we have there and say, stay out of our state. Don't ruin our state like you've ruined yours. Six percent. But don't don't worry, folks. Help is on the way. We will be able to change the weather and the flooding and the hurricanes and everything by the new tax on the billionaires of the United States of America. And we'll be able to change the weather for years and years to come with that tax. With that tax. If only we'd have known. That if we just tax people more, we could have been controlling the weather for so many years. And why? Why do they need tax revenue? If they want to change policy in America, they don't need to raise taxes. They don't need to raise taxes to change policy. No. Congress doesn't need that at all. If Congress wants to pass a law that every oil refinery have carbon filters and things on them fine they could pass those laws they don't need revenue they don't need an increase of revenue to do that they don't need to raise taxes to do that not one bit if they want to make a mandate that all homes uh have at least an r value of 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 50 rating and all of their walls and their ceilings in order to conserve energy fine they could pass that law they don't need to raise taxes to do that and that will conserve i mean we have building codes all the time in homes you got building combs on on railings where wires are in the home all of that you don't need tax dollars to have those kind of rules at all none zero you know congress look at obama they passed new mileage requirements for automobiles right 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 they passed it Went through Congress, new mileage requirements for auto manufacturers. You're going to sell automobile. You got to meet this. Fine. Great. They didn't have to raise taxes to get that law passed. Oh, good point. None of those. So why? 
Why do we have to get more money from wealthy people in order to change the weather? That's what you've always said. We don't we don't have a tax problem. We have a spending problem. That is not going to change the weather. And it starts it starts way down there, way low in second grade when they start teaching the kids about this stuff. And where, why do we teach them? Because the people who are teaching them have been taught. They've been taught by professors and people who were in college. And that's what they were brainwashed with. That's what they were taught with. They're, they're all, people are taught this now, too. There's no way in America that you can get ahead with hard work. The only way people in America got ahead is because they were lucky or they had a they had a trump card in their in their hand and they were able to play that or somebody gave them this. That's the and that's what people are taught now in America. You mm-hmm. cannot get ahead with hard work or using your brain. Impossible now. This the deck is stacked against you. That's what they teach. And so the, that generation teaches the next one. And all these people that you and I saw at the haunted house saturday night after the doghouse parade they're all in there thinking well you know we ought to be able to smoke dope and there's no way that we can get ahead in this world anyway because it's all stacked against us and we don't need to be smart and the government should take care of us when we get older to make it fair, and we want social justice. Why? It's all being taught to them. That's right. It's all being taught to them. By whom? By professors who were all taught that same bull crap. I see it all the time. I hear it all the time. And, and, and sometimes, so do that, uh, ask somebody that sometime. If you get in an argument sometime with somebody about uh, the vaccine, or if you get in an argument with somebody about global warming, or uh, uh, police departments, ask them, where did you learn that? Yeah. Where, where did you learn that? Because I've learned everything that I feel about it from our educational system and through years of maturization in life experience where did you learn yours from ask them that well i learned it through social media snapchat instagram tiktok uber duber yabba dabba dabba do i learned it from my college professors i learned it from this ask and that's where they learned it from My dad always said years, no more than books. That That's one of my favorite ones of his. Years, no more than books. Because books are words that are put there by people who have an agenda or have a direction. Uh, words can mislead Words can be misconstrued. But years, years are different. Years are true life experiences. Uh, 
And that's where you learn from. I can guarantee you, everybody that was at the, the gala, they know what I'm talking about when it comes to years and experience and uh, hard work. Mm-hmm. I know because everybody at 930 that night was ready for bed. <laughs> they're just like us. That's right. They're they're early to bed, early to rise mm-hmm. people. They all are. I could tell they all are. Yeah. That's why they're able to buy tables at galas. Yeah. And that's why they're able to give other people who are victims of a stupid society and what they're teaching them. That's why they're able to give money to help them. The climate summit remains our last hope, our last hope folks. According to Alok Sharma, the British government minister chairing climate talks, scientists say, which by the way is incorrect. See, this is, this is, these are, these are people who have gone to journalism schools, journalism schools from the University of Montana or Berkeley or the New York journalism school, and they have been taught how to brainwash people. Scientists say the chances of meeting our goal are slowly slipping away. The world has already warmed by 1.3 degrees Celsius and current projections on emissions over the next 10 years for it to increase by 2.7 degrees by the year 2100 okay folks now look you see how long this is going to go on you see how long this is going they they have tapped into a money machine they're telling us this will go on till the year 2100 2100 folks that's 80 years from now they're already planning out on how to get more money out of people 2100. I got news for you. You're a dumb scientist because this is going to go on long beyond 2100. And by the way, that article should say some scientists, right? Don't generalize all science as being on board with the crap you're spewing out of your mouth, your indoctrinated, brainwashed mouth. Some scientists, 2100, you're a dumb scientist because all scientists know that this has been going on for more than just 100 years. The weather changes have been going on longer than 100 years, you dumb scientist. And we'll continue long after we're gone, long after, long after the Grizz win another championship. <laughs> Long after that, folks, going to go on long, long time after that. It's been, it's been going on a long, long time before we got here, and it will go on a long, long time after we're gone. Mm-hmm. 
And that and scientists know that, but scientists aren't telling you that. Scientists make their money from studying science. And studying science gets their money from big taxes on billionaires and what the government gives them. So scientists keep spewing out the need for more science and the need for more studying and the need, cha-ching, cha-ching, for more money. Thus, the tax on 640 of them that will be able to change the weather by the year 2100 now. Al Gore first said we had 10 years left. Mm-hmm. That was in 1990. Well, we've we got way past that. Warmer weather is better for us. When we start going down, when when temperature starts dropping, what if the temperature drops by 1.3 degrees Celsius? What are we going to do then? How are we going to stop the change when the temperatures start cooling then? Then do we do start adding more pollution mm-hmm. or do we lower taxes? If, we lo- if we're raising taxes because the temperature is going up, if we lower taxes, can we make the temperature go down? I don't think lowering taxes is ever going to be on the agenda. This is all stupid stuff. Stupid. Stupid. Do we have a responsibility to take care of the planet that God gave us? Absolutely. Should we do it more efficiently? Absolutely. Should we protect our waters from being polluted? Yes. Should we do our best to protect nature and our forests and our hills and our streams and keep them clean? Absolutely. No one in the world disagrees with that. Will higher taxes, though, change what the temperatures are, the power of the hurricanes, the massive floods, the volcanoes, the earthquakes? Will it change all of that? No, it won't. It won't change it one bit. It won't change the distance of the sun from the earth. It won't change the solar flares from the earth or the other things that happen in the planets and the hemispheres and the universe that go on. It won't change the pull of the moon or the other moons around the other stars. It won't change the cosmic rays. It won't change any of that. Taxes will not change any of that ever. Never. They showed Crater Lake in Oregon, the deepest lake in the United States, formed by a volcano that blew its top. Millions of years ago, formed those huge flats out in Oregon that people like to recreate in that are covered with nothing but volcanic ash. Folks, that wasn't because United States Steel had a steel mill in Pittsburgh in 1920 that was polluting the Allegheny River. That's not why that blew. It's not why it changed the total landscape of their region or the deserts of the Southwest or the Mississippi Delta area that had been flooded. That's not, none of that is the reason why that climate has changed or the Great Lakes are there. We've talked about it before. Not one reason. It has no reason at all. Nothing at all to do with taxes. Ask your climate professor that. How did taxes, how are taxes going to change the weather? None of that. However, it's okay for this. It's okay for Google to have their main headquarters on the base of the Columbia River 
and draw millions and millions of gallons out of the Columbia River for the cooling towers that are necessary to run all of Google's equipment right on the banks of the Columbia River out there in Oregon. Well, that's different. That's Google. We need Google. Mm -hmm. See, they can do that. They can use that Columbia River water. It doesn't matter if they suck in a salmon. That's Google. That's big tech. That's what's going to provide us our way out forever. Mm Mm-hmm. Why don't some of these young people jump down their ass about what they're doing to the environment? Well, because we need Google. We need our phones. We need social networking. That's important. Well, I guarantee you most of those millennials have no idea that's even going on. That's that's important stuff. I mean, we need that. That That's how we communicate. I mean, that, that doesn't have an impact on the environment. It was sure refreshing to see, though, all the all the pretty women at the doghouse parade, though, that still dressed up nice, mm-hmm. wore, wore nice dresses, have class, uh, still believe in those kind of things. That's always refreshing um, to see that. Some traditions still hold true. People do still care. Um, I love that. First of November today, two months. Two months left in 21 is gone already. That didn't take long. It does go faster as you get older. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Flakes trip party in two weeks. Flakes giving in three weeks. Christmas in seven weeks. New Year's in eight weeks. Flakes trip in 12 weeks. And then rigor a mortis before you know it. <laughs> oh, man. 85 days. Is that what it is? 85. Wow. We have a, an official statistician that's going with us, and she's letting me know every morning. First I thing. know it. She counts it down, doesn't she? 85. All right. Good stuff. And no matter what happens, every day, those waves keep coming in. Mm -hmm. Every day. Can't stop that. The ocean, the waves, they go every day, 24 hours a day, every day. They keep coming in, one right after the other. Taxes won't change it. Size of your house won't change it. What kind of car you drive won't change it every day. For millions of years, those waves, they keep coming in day after day after day. And will long after we're gone. Hmm. 
So we got to get uh, some things wrapped up today here and uh, get some news together, all that. And uh, Halloween was it was cold this morning. I had thirteen when I left the ranch today. Thirteen. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I had, had twenty one. I don't have the stock tank heaters in yet or anything. So well, what I did. You been, what the hell you been doing? I know. I did put one in yesterday. I took care of the bull water, but uh, the other ones I'll have to do today. So. I had to put that on the list, get those all up and running. And uh, hopefully they're powered by wind energy. <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay, good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. First of all, the flight of the aircraft has not been impacted by the computer problem we are having. We just want to let you know that to reassure you everything is okay. Mm-hmm. Did you have trick-or-treaters last night? Uh, no, wasn't home. Well, I had my candy ready, but... And I even left the porch light on. Mm-hmm. That brings my total... <laughs> We're talking career total? Yeah, that brings my total for the last 40 years to zero. <laughs> Had you right on the road, you think you'd have got yeah, one or yeah, two. I mean, nothing. Seen a couple things on Facebook. One lady was going to be gone, so she taped full-size candy bars to her front door and left her light on so kids could come up and take a candy bar. Then another lady left a bowl of candy outside. Not only did they take all the candy, they took her bowl. Oh, they took the bowl. They took the whole bowl. I'm just taking all this. Oh, my gosh. What the hell's the matter with people? The whole bowl? You know how women are with their bowls. Mm-hmm. If they break, I want that bowl back, or I want that I want that plate back. That pie, that's my favorite pie pan. I want it back. Did you guys ever uh, finish with that stuff I sent home with you in that pan? Because I'd like that pan back. Because I got some other people coming over, mm-hmm. and I'm going to need that pan. Yep, that's right. Hmm. Yeah, I'd like that back. That's all right. <laughs> 